Welcome to the Gil and Brenda podcast as we share tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. Listen for the action steps at the end, and now let's get to it. Welcome, everyone. We're glad for you to join us again wherever you may be in this world. To join us for <laughs> <laughs> tips, tools, and tingles for tingles. your relationship. Tingles. tingles for your relationship. Gil and Brenda Stewart here. So glad that to uh, have you join us on your drive, on your sit, whatever it might be. Sit back, relax, and listen to something we have had on our hearts uh, at times in our lives, which is kind of the husk of the heart. Ah. The husk of the heart. Yeah, Brenda and I were having coffee at the end of the morning and we were talking about the penetration of a good conversation that has a positive vibe to it, but sometimes it falls on its face because one of us has a husk on our heart. I let, you are such a good wordsmith. It's like, tell me more about this husk. So the subtitle <laughs> that's behind, behind this husk of the heart is this. What are you looking for? The positive or the negative in your spouse, or did you see that? You did something good. See, and this is like a true confessions uh, podcast because I have realized that I don't do that as often, or I, I only take it part way. I don't complete the the uh, the affirmation to you, which is what we're going to talk about today. Right, because that was the conversation as we were having coffee. Was like yeah. something came up and. It actually hit you like, I don't know, about four or five days later. I was like, really? Usually. I, yeah. Wow, really? Thank you. I, I'm glad it took you a while there, you know? So tell me more about this so, husk. So the husk. The husk, yeah. the husk is the outer shell, the outer shell, you know, around the corn on the cob. You know, mm -hmm. there's the, the husk. Uh, it, it, it's leafy. You have to pull it away to get to the fruit. You yes. know, there, there's other types of husk around seeds, mm -hmm. you know, around rice. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's this hard thing that protects the fruit. And you don't get down to the fruit unless you remove the husk. And that's the husk of the heart. We don't get down to the heart unless we get past the hard stuff. I think, you know, I, I've often heard, too, that like there are certain seeds in the forest that don't grow, for instance, like uh, redwoods, mm -hmm. sequoias, mm -hmm. uh, hemlock, different things like that are, are big, heavy-duty trees who have, who have these seeds that don't pop open and fertilize unless they go through a forest fire. Wow. And yeah. so sometimes they, the seed can't get through. You can't get through to it until there's intense pressure. And sometimes that pressure in relationships sometimes creates a husk around our heart. And then we don't really get down to the fruit of the relationship that we both long for. Yeah. And so a lot the, of times, yeah. And we're so busy protecting our heart, that husk gets thicker too. Yeah. It's, prote it's yeah, protecting and, us. Yeah. And I think with every conflict that we have in our relationships, that husk gets even thicker because we don't want to be hurt. Right. So the very thing that's protecting us is actually dividing us. It's actually keeping us from one another. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the point of this conversation is once the husk is off, whatever it takes, the heart can then breathe. And then there's a development of positive uh, affirmation, a connection that both of us want. And, and it never gets a chance because the husk remains thick and unbroken and un, 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 unable to open up and really flourish. And don't you think, you know, now that you're saying that is like so many times 
in a, and I'm going to say in a marriage, in a relationship, but really you guys, this can hand, this can cover like friendships or even coworkers, wherever you're in a relationship with anybody. But I was just thinking when you said that, that the husk gets thicker and harder, sometimes we're adding to that without even realizing it. Yeah. Yeah. And unintentional. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe we are intentionally yeah. doing yeah. it. Yeah. And then it takes even more to get through that husk to get down to the fruit of what the heart really is longing for. And that is belonging, trust, friendship, you know, really sharing a good belly laugh with one another, you know, and am I looking for that with my spouse? (laughs) Did you see that? Well, it took you five days to tell me about it, but you know, we eventually got to it and then we had a laugh, Yeah, you know, it's like, Oh really? That's nice. Thanks for telling me, you know? So, you know, back to this, this friendship that blooms because the husk comes off. Yes. Yes. And then hopefully the, the goal is that it's reciprocal that both of our husks are off Mm -hmm. because of the trust and honesty. And those of you that have heard our podcast long enough, you know that that's, we feel is the bedrock of any great marriage is that whole trust and honesty. And sometimes that gets um, obliterated, especially in a remarriage. It gets hijacked. It's like, because we get into these, how these negative and positive sentiments of how we see each other. So Give us an, like, what is a negative sentiment? Well, that's a perfect place to pick up because my negativity hijacks me looking for something positive in you. All I'm looking for is the negative. I don't ever see the negative in myself. Oh, I walk on water, but you, you're drowning. You know, you did that again. What am I looking for? Like like the title. Did you see that? Yeah, you screwed up again. Well, gosh, that's just great. Uh, we're friends, right? No, I don't trust you. I don't I don't want to be close to you because that's all you see. That's a negative sentiment. And I've really seen that play out in some couples recently that there's been such, it's almost like a thick fog of negativity that it doesn't even give the other spouse, a, there's no on-ramp for the spouse to engage or even have a chance to build that friendship because there's such a strong wall, a strong, strong lens of negativity that it's hard to break yeah, through. Yeah, it's a husk. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. And, and to break through that then tends to be, well, if I'm seeing the negative in you, then likely you're going to see the negative in me. And then up into a loop, we're going to go. And the, and the husk just gets thicker rather than, oh, a positive sentiment. That means I'm actually going to change how I look for what I look for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How I change what I look, what I look for. Let me say that one more time. <laughs> How I change what I look, what I look for. What are you looking for? The positive? Hey, wow, thanks for doing the dishes. <laughs> and it's those, it's those little things. It doesn't have to be earth shattering. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that in a minute. But it's it's so easy, especially... You know, if there's kids in the home or grandkids or you're working or, you know, it's the what I call the life's daily grind. And we get almost in survival mode that we miss those moments of uh, being able to connect on a positive level. Right. Because we spend too much time seeing the negative and therefore the lens and the hardness gets even more because my expectations aren't being met. Ah, those expectations. or, Or there was an emotional perspective that I have. Because my perspective is always right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> As is mine. <laughs> oh, sure. And then off to the races we go. Isn't that amazing? You could be looking at the same thing or the same situation, and you could have totally 
different perspectives. And you both are like sold out, like, no, this is the way it is. And I think early on, you know, when we worked with couples, we used to hold up a Coke can and we would say, okay, Gil, what do you see on, what do you see on the Coke can? What's your perspective of the can? Well, I see Coca-Cola and I see the trademark and I see the squirrely C and the squirrely and the O and the L. You are so wrong. That's what the Coke can is. I'm looking at the same can and on the back, it shows all the ingredients. The oh, you're wrong. Intake. You're wrong. It's, it's got to see. right in front of my face. Well, I don't see it. So what do we need to do? Turn the can. Turn the can. Oh, oh look at that. There's the trademark. Yeah, but I was right. See, there's a C over there. <laughs> see it? And so were you. Same there's, can. There, there's, but... the, there's the barcode. I didn't, didn't see it before. Oh. So sometimes you may be right. And, <laughs> and I, that makes me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can be right sometimes. And every once in a while, I can be wrong. But okay. at least we acknowledge that. But I think that's the point is in disputes that are passionate, we have to have some positive outlook, such as, you know, I might be wrong here or you might be slightly right. But ultimately, I don't understand your motive. Could you help me understand? Because mm-hmm. I want our friendship to flourish. I don't want the husk to get thicker and to shroud my heart because it is the language of the heart that we connect at. Mm-hmm. Too many people get up in their head and get wound up as tight as a top and completely miss the other person's heart. Yeah. And in that, we don't get to enjoy the fruit of heart connection. So as being a counselor, you'll know this, the answer to this, right? (laughs) Maybe. So is that a guy thing or a lady thing, being in your head and your heart? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I always think of girls being more, oh, it's the heart. It's the heart. But I know I'm kind of opposite of that. I tend to go more in my head and you're more in your heart. You cannot go stereotypical here. It is a human thing. Yeah. It is a human thing because sometimes you might be in your head and other times you might be in your heart and it might take you five days later to get to your heart. (laughs) But when you get there, it's like, oh, wow, look at that. She gets it. (laughs) Look what I saw. That's beautiful. Thank you. And then I feel a genuine closeness to you because now I'm, I'm being seen in a positive light as well as seeing your positive perspective. And they both connected simultaneously because mm-hmm. now you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's on purpose. I'm, yeah. re- I'm actually looking for the right on purpose. Remember, what am I looking, looking for on purpose? Because when you when you when you make that point, then it kind of like, okay, that was a positive thing. And, you know, it took you five days later. How many times are you going to say that? Many times because (laughs) I'm right in this one. Because then once that happens, you acknowledge it. And Mm -hmm. when you acknowledge it, then I get to see what you felt. Mm -hmm. What did you what did you feel in that Mm -hmm. moment when you actually. Yeah. And that's the key. I I want an answer to the question. What did you feel? What are you talking about? Well, when you felt that positive moment that you you were being lifted up. I'm going to get to that. Oh, I'm rushing yeah, ahead. You're getting ahead of me. I'm sorry. I'll slow yeah. down because I want to see the positive of what you're going for. Well, here. and I think the whole conversation about looking for the positive, I mean, that's usually 
the foundation of a friendship. I mean, think of your friends that you have outside of your marriage, because hopefully your best friend is your husband or your wife. But I mean, you keep people in your life that, you know, whether they're family and you don't want them in your life or you don't have a choice, you try to look for the positive in them. So that's part of developing the friendship. So I guess my question is, is in your marriage, do you still have a friendship? And that, boy, I see so many couples that that friendship has just gone. Uh, it's, it's left the building. Yeah. Yeah. The husk has gotten over the heart. Yeah. And yeah. it's sometimes it's no fault of their own. Sometimes it's circumstances of life. Um, but that's where I love what you get, say, Gil, sometimes it's just pump the brake, slow down and be in those moments with each other. I mean, what brought you together in the first place? Yeah, look, look for the, look for the, look for the fruit. Look for the, for the, the positive. Yeah, but you know what? I think, especially if we're used to doing the whole negative thing, uh, for whatever reason, it's almost like you have to make a head choice to look for the positive. Well, I think it's head and heart. Because when you get the head and the heart, the rear end will follow. And so then when that happens, we get to enjoy the fruit of affirmation, which creates fondness and admiration for Mm -hmm. one another. Mm -hmm. If I really am admired by you and I know it, that actually is going to turn around and be reciprocated to you. Yes. Because we see that lay out in our Right. Because I think one of the things that I often share with couples that I sit with is what you give (laughs) is what you get. Mm -hmm. And if all you're giving is negativity, then what the hell do you expect? Yeah. Really? I mean, unless that spouse of yours walks on water. And frankly, they don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. I've only known one person to walk on water and it wasn't me or you. That's right. Okay. So, but the point of it is, is what am I giving? Because that's like a seed that gets planted. And when the husk of the heart is removed, the fruit can grow. And if you haven't been used to doing that, I guess my point was is you've got to make a choice to look for those positive sentiments. Right. Because that builds the friendship. Yes. That builds the friendship. And it is the foundation for the relationship. Yeah. Because you can't move on into the harder things of relationship, like positive conflict resolution, without friendship. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. one of the things I've mentioned before, I'm sure, during some of these podcasts is the research that comes back from the Gottman Institute about the positive, negative, the positive and negative sentiment needing to be at least to a ratio of five positives to one negative. And that is that place of I can see the positive in myself and five times out of six, I'm going to see the positive in you. And one time out of six, I'm going to see the negative in myself that I am procrastinating, projecting onto you. And so that that exchange of positive and negative in a healthy relationship is five to one. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> but it, it's a choice. It. Like you said before, it, it is, is a choice and it, it is, is a powerful choice yeah. because yeah. I think a lot of what I hear from couples is, oh, you're going to never change. Well, I, I want to say a really bad word here. So I'll just, you, I'll use this word, boulder dash, because people can change. The evidence of change is power. The power that I have to change is my choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can choose to see you in a positive light. Now, you might really not walk on water, but I can certainly see you skipping. Okay, good. <laughs> I can see you treading water. I can see you blowing bubbles. <laughs> you know, I, what am I looking for? It's back to that yeah. title. What am I looking for in you? Yeah. 
No, that's, yeah. And that's why, that's why we need to slow down. And it's those moments. Um, so, I mean, we just forget to do a couple of simple things when we are around our spouses or once again, our friends, our coworkers. It's like I said before, we kind of get caught up in the daily grind and we can't even see past our own nose or we can't even see past our own uh, pain or our own misgivings. It's almost like we trip, we, we get in the way. We get, we get in our own way. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah. Take, yeah. Talk, tell me a little more here. That's you're well, onto something. Because if we're, you know, being Debbie Downer on ourselves and have a negative sentiment about ourselves, sometimes it's hard to see a positive in somebody else. Right. The Eeyore complex. Yes. So tell yeah. me a little more about the positive side. Well, what can we that, do? That's where, as I think as spouses, it's really important for us to build up that positive, not to be sugar-coated or Pollyanna-ish, but sometimes we need to hear the truth of who we are in a positive way from our spouses, because we know our words are very powerful. Yes, they are. I mean, words you say to me carry more weight than from my kids or my boss or anything like that. So that's why those positives are so important. I, I want to just take off a little bit more on that because there was a recent interview that we heard, um, oh, just a few weeks ago about, you know, are our words uh, pulling heaven down mm-hmm. or are we pulling hell up? I and love I, that and, visual. And, I, and I, yeah. I can't remember who the speakers were, but it, you know, needless to say, am what I is what am I saying pulling down thoughtfulness, forgiveness? gratitude, consideration, or is what am I pulling up? Complaining, negativity, uh, just- Contempt. Contempt. Okay. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. You know, because if if that's it, then the power within my word, I mean, even in the book of James, it talks about the, the tongue literally being caught on fire and such a small thing as the tongue can literally, like the rudder of a ship, steer a huge ship through the waters. So the analogy, the metaphor here is our words may be small, which I would have to say again, boulder dash, they are powerful. Mm -hmm. And am I pulling heaven down or am I pulling hell up? And you can figure out, well, if I'm pulling hell up, it's going to be negative. It's Mm going to be destructive. It's going to be hurtful. And it's going to be more husk on the heart. But if I speak with heaven's words of love and of kindness and not of contempt, but of encouragement and of admiration, even sometimes if I have to make a choice, therefore, we got a change of pattern going on here. Because now the first step I need to be is present. Be aware of the positive things that your spouse is doing. (laughs) Be aware of what your spouse is doing positively, like making you dinner or giving you a kiss when you walk in the door. I think it's those things that we take for granted. Yeah. They probably do every day and we're like, you just expect it. Well, not you. We need to step back and look at things through a fresh set of eyes. Mm Because the eyes are seeing through this this head lot. I'm saying, look through the heart, get the husk off and see with that tenderness. What am I looking for? They could be doing something really, really beautiful and we never see it mm-hmm. because we're not looking. Yeah. And so or it, listening. Or they listening. They could be saying yeah, yeah, things could, to us that we just blow off. Yeah. So kind of back to what you said a little earlier, look for the things that you might actually be taking for granted. And that's where I felt. That's where the the idea, the whole 
conversation we're having now is I think sometimes I take things for granted that I feel like I, I need to be intentional to look for those things and speak those things. So, uh, and that's the biggest thing. So you're present and you, you see these things that are positive that your spouse is saying or doing, and that's great. Mm -hmm. But But I know what what I have found is like in the moment when I see you doing something like taking out the garbage, it's like, oh, that's nice. I really appreciate that he does that. And then I would go on and get caught up in my day. And I missed the most important part of the whole, what I would call step two. And that is to be able to stop and tell Gil that. (laughs) Because I might think that several times throughout the day, but to be able to stop in the moment and, and extend that to him to say, hey, I really appreciated you saying that or taking the garbage out. So, so are you, um, are you implying intentionality? Yeah. And what's the difference between being intentional and awareness? Because I'm intermixing those two Well, awareness is basically that I'm looking around and that I see things and that it comes to my attention. Yeah. Being intentional is I'm going to take action. Acting on it. I'm going to, not only did I see it, but I'm going to take action with something like a compliment or I admire, or that really, really draws my heart closer to you. But I really want to get down to the key thing here is like you said, stop and tell them before the thought gets lost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because our brains are just fleeting. But my my real key thing here is something really, really practical. When I'm taking out the trash or vacuuming the floor or making the bed. While I'm sitting around eating bonbons. Uh, or, or, or doing the toilets <laughs> or something like that. It's all about the points. Oh, it's totally I about the, the points. points. Because when I stay farther ahead than when I'm you know, in the points, then yeah. I don't feel guilty sitting on my duff once in a while and say, oh, she's catching up. <laughs> Yeah, there have been some days lately. It's like, well, I'm really behind. I were to get my oh, game yeah, on. Oh, yeah, you're, you're behind. You're really behind. So here's a way to get double points in this scenario. <laughs> so so let's say, for example, and this did happen. Gil um, gave me a compliment on something, and this was probably a couple of days ago. And he did not know that when he gave me that compliment, I was having one of those Brenda... Brenda beat up day in my head. You ever have one of those days where you just feel like I can't get anything right? I'm the scum of the earth and nobody loves me, right? So what happened is Gil affirmed me in the truth of who I am. He said that to me without even realizing the the thoughts I had in my head that day. And I, in my you know tape that it was going through my head, I was like, wow, that was really sweet. And then that's where I dropped the ball. Because this next step, as I mentioned previously, is really important. So what I did is I, I, were, I was to tell him and affirmed him that what he said to me affected me at such a deeper level. And it helped me bring me out of my own beat down that I had. And he just said this compliment that was just, um, it, it was sincere, but he had no idea the depth it touched my heart. Could, would you like to repeat what it was? No, I don't remember it. <laughs> what was it? There's been so many. I well, can't remember. I think the point of it is, is what you're saying. Had I not been aware and had I not been intentional, mm-hmm. because my awareness of you, because you're my wife and I try to study you, is I, I noticed that you were like, whoa, she's had a bad day. Whoa, I don't know what's going on. 
I know that it's not about me because I, <laughs> I did all these other things to get points. But right now it's about your heart. And so on the positive side, it was like she potentially, like you said, like, what'd you call it? A Brenda beat down day? Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and there's always that that look in your eye or like, you know, you've been somebody's been kicking in the shin all day. And I was like, whoa, but that's not the truth of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. You're usually very confident and very um, uh, positive, mm-hmm. you know, because there, mm-hmm. there's usually just a... a, a, a um, an effervescence to you. It's really kind of fun to be around you. Thank you. But when when you're not, you're just really <laughs> you're, a not. St- you're a stick in the mud. And it was like I don't really want that kind of an evening. So it's kind of like oh, so now you're making all that yourself. Yeah, it's about me. So, but but what happened was is that when I saw that, it was like oh, hold on again. There's something going on because that's not true of Brenda. Mm-hmm. And in a way, potentially, she could have been in a loop of really feeling down and therefore going into not a depression, mm-hmm. but being uh, re- re- retreating in such a way that, that there was, you know, she just wasn't present. And it's like, okay, well, that's my wife. I want to take care of her. And when I did, and then you, you real, you, you recognized it, it actually reciprocated something in me that I had done something well and that I felt affirmed in the fact of what I had done. So it creates more of a peaceful, uh, health, strong loop between the two of us mm-hmm. rather than emphasizing the pain of, well, wow, that was a really negative day. And let's just talk about all the negativity. Well, yeah, give a few minutes to get it out. Yeah, flush it out. Flush it out. But let's move into what's true about the person. And that is a positive perspective because now we have the rest of the evening or the day or the weekend to build on that. And that's a much better outcome for the friendship, the marriage, the kids, anybody who sees us in public, because our marriage is an excellent, excellent, that's a big word. I can't say it. It's, it's a mirror of the love of Jesus that we want Mm -hmm. coming out of our marriage for the sake of bringing glory to God. Mm Mm-hmm. Plus, we get to enjoy it. And that's and that's what it boils down to is what kind of friendship do we have? Right. And the beauty of talking about this, no, we don't get it right all the time. And we do have our you know disagreements, our different perspectives. But because our friendship has been so strong, we can weather the, the crap that comes along because we have that friendship and we trust each other. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wade through your perspective with you. I will. Mm-hmm. I, I You want, may not agree. I, and, and I might not, yeah. but it's going to like, but I don't want to be from such a negative point to just shoot you down. Because and there, vice versa. Right. Because there might be something in your perspective that I've never thought of before. It's like, Oh, that, I can appreciate that. That mm-hmm. that's good. You know, I I'm taking something away. Well, here again, now that's a positive mm-hmm. loop. But what am I looking for? Again, I'm just emphasizing you people out there. What are you looking for? Now, here's some action steps, uh, action steps we wanted to leave with you. First, look for ways your spouse, your friend, whoever, look for something they do or say positive. That's positive. Yeah, look look for something. Be intentional. Be aware. And when you see it, point it out to them. Speak it. Yeah. 
Text, hey. we're not big and we don't ever say text, you know, long conversations to each other, but even it just, Hey, I noticed this today about you, or I really appreciate, you know, the, you could text positives. That's, I think that's legal. Yeah. It's the negatives. Don't do. Yeah. Don't, don't do, do that. Do, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Second one. What's another action step? Well, when having a bad day to be humble enough uh, to, and have an open enough heart, husk off your heart to ask them for a word of encouragement, Yeah. you know, cause especially the season we've been in with COVID, it's been really tough. And sometimes we have to put our pride aside and say, Hey, you know, speak truth to me. (laughs) Am I really this terrible person or who am I to you? Well, and I like the the fact that you're saying, put the pride aside Mm -hmm. because the pride is actually part of the husk. Yes. Because if I, if my pride is there, then the humility does not make room for me to feel engaged with you. That's it's a turnoff. Yeah. But yeah. by asking for that encouragement, you're being vulnerable, which is the breaking of the husk. So finally, reciprocate and exchange encouraging words and acts. Remember, what you give is what you get. And ladies, for every uh good encouraging word you say to your husband, you get two points. And when he gives you an encouraging word, it's one point. So it's what? all about the points. <laughs> That's how it works here. Oh, <laughs> That's really? why I'm always ahead. Uh, no, no. You're, you're behind right now. Oh, oh we better go pray. You got to have okay. fun. <laughs> so all that to say, you guys, remove the husk of the heart. What are you looking for? Did you see that? That was fantastic. I am so appreciative because really I did get the better end of the deal when you became my wife and my friend and what we work through together. So thank you. Thank you for asking me to marry you. I'd ask again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now we're getting kind of soppy. Yeah, so So all that to say, you guys, if you ain't got the marriage. You ain't got nothing. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. And in the meantime, what are you looking for? Hey, glad you joined us today. Want to connect with us? Find us at gillandbrenda.com and the usual social media outlets. We are available for coaching, counseling, marriage intensives, seminars, workshops, retreats, and so much more. We'd love to encourage you in your relationship. Give us a call today and thank you to our producer and engineer, Corby Stevens. Corby Stevens.